Welcome to the Mini Magazine Issue Six Podcast. In this seven-minute episode, you will listen to our contributors Amy Baskin, Hugh Cook, Bill Diamond, John Gray, David Hanlon, Travarna Hariharan, Adesina Ayobami Idris, and Lana Valdez read their poetry. Please enjoy. At the waterfall, weave through the parking lot. Follow the signs, buy postcards of the tallest, most magnificent waterfall in the park. Ask strangers to take pictures. Scurry down the paved path towards the gift shop. Smash a souvenir penny for only 50 cents. Eat a soft serve and hop back in the car. Check it off the list of to-dos. One kid stops the smooth flow of people. Tourists bump into each other in line. The kid ripples through them, darts under a guardrail, breaks away, while his dad wipes mist off the camera lens. This kid squats and stares at a trickle, a small spurt of water, a meager rivulet, barely perceptible, not the main stage, not even a sideshow, no billing accorded it. This kid chucks a rock in that trickle, hops in up to both ankles splashing, and grinning joins the stream of thin water, limbs swishing, cheeks flushed, as if it too is worth knowing. Under Maple Leaves Can your country break your heart? People the walls red and blue, flashing fights. I'm not sure I ever felt it pulse, gasp, or writhe in pleasure at my touch. My love, no words. Quiet pleasure, empty night. I two steps sober. What is dance? Just a feel as the sky burns brighter, like I'm about to fall in love for the first time again. I replant the bulb of my soul, soaked till it shines in the rich soil beneath that ancient maple living in sweet, mossy air of daffodils. Piazza del Campo, Siena, by Bill Diamond. What is it about kids and pigeons? In any park, anywhere in the world, there's not a pigeon that some child doesn't feel compelled to chase. Their fervor and persistence are undiminished by the reality that they never catch them, like my dog when he pesters squirrels. Perhaps it's a hard-wired evolutionary need or the pure joy of the disruption, maybe the thrill of seeing the magic of flight. It imparts a sense of power and control at a time when they have so little. They become giant ogres in a pint-sized kingdom. Sometimes, rambunctious puppies join the game, and the young at heart, as an otherwise serious adult, enlists in the reverie. For their part, what do the pigeons think? Another nuisance in their daily existence? Or a welcome diversion from boring chores. Intruder by John Gray. Cougar snarls, what am I doing in its Eden? All of the heathen and alone intruder is broached in one long defiant coyote howl. Juniper shake to my trample of a twig, wind shifts at the impediment of my flesh. I sit on a rock to clear my head, but suddenly the rock's head is as cloudy as the upper sky. A man is on its throne, water falls from high ledge in disbelief. A creek cannot understand why it trickles at first step toward the river and, my, and the towns downstream when civilization is already here. A pebble tossed from its novitiate current. Send the man away, whispers the canopy. 
Who needs his junk, his anxieties, his hypocritical pieties? Every forest creature hurtles away from any place my foot may fall. The trees would if they could. Yet I am only here to wallow in their peace, their loveliness. How warlike, how ugly that must be. Face painting. Grief washes over me. Ship sunk blue eyes. Shock shaken pink cheeks. Leaf quivered red lips. Run down my face and slip off. You could mop them all up with a dish rag. Discard it in one rinse. You could cut them all up with scissors. Make multicoloured mosaics. You could clean them all up with a vacuum. Suck shot into contained darkness. Either way, a blank canvas is left. The clinical shade of the doctor's waiting room. I have endured, waited, patient, for the colours of my palette to return. But now I am ready to make the first few markings with small, tentative brushstrokes. Nocturne, autumn leaves crackle under my feet's old silence. Night go. Your body is a sermon, may run into your thigh and become sieved. At dusk, on the cleave of your tongue are notes worshipping their trust. They say you're a god of lyrics. They speak of you and lick their lips. How you knock the hole in between your leg against the gates of their thigh. How you write their name in the book of your body. Do you preach to boys too? The ones that tied your father's sin in their eyes. They lick their lips and speak of you. How you answer the offerings of sons whose head are in the cloud and purge their sins. How you spin your waist past ocean of people and the silence that dries their lips. Do you know what they speak of you when your time has run past the earth? They say you are fire in rain, a shame is stink, a soil. Honey House by Lana Valdez I am manic, cuffed, choleric, a kind of ticked-off daydreaming ailment the gentleman wrote me, off with a paper sigh and a flick of his arm, mania dangling from his every word, filling me with sweet sighs and puncture wounds. My only escape is my dream house, home of all things heinous and beastly, where I reside in the tiny moments. When I take a seat in my pseudo-chair, all kinds of contemplations cross my mind, tales of ice and ink, or the darkness of compassion, or the circus folk dancing in their nightgowns under the pale guidance of the moon, every night like TikTok, skeletons of themselves, so terror-stricken of their movements that they rise like devils on Hollow's Eve, slip like silk into the night, whispering, shrieking, heaving, so speechless, I remain speechless. <laughs>